I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. Welcome back to another edition of Renovation Made Right. We are so excited to be here today, and I am Brenda Bryan. I am David Bryan. And we have a wonderful guest again with us today, Mary Jo Gord from MJG Interiors in Manchester, Vermont, is our guest. Welcome, Mary Jo. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, Mary Jo. We're excited to have you back. So in our last show together, we spent some time talking about how people who are thinking they might want or need an interior designer can engage the services and sort of a little bit about what to, the, the things to think about in trying to find the right person. Because like we talked about, it's a very um, personal and kind of intimate decision, right? It's not, you know, yes. it's almost like finding a counselor, I would assume, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's, it is. Right? I think designers need to be marriage counselors sometimes. Oh, God, I know <laughs> that. I, know. I hear that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's yeah. interesting. You get into situations where... Uh, you, it's like watching a tennis match between a husband and a wife, right? And you and you mm-hmm. just uh, you just hoping you don't get hit by the uh, by a stray ball. No, right? yeah, I was going to say it's not a friendly <laughs> tennis match right, at right. all. So it yeah. can be. So it can be right. right. Um, so so now I wanted to shift gears away from uh, sort of the, the softer topic of how you might be thinking about finding somebody to then what do, what do consumers need to expect and what's a, a, a reasonable way to sort of conduct business from the standpoint mm-hmm. of engaging a designer? Like, like uh, mm-hmm. how, how does the money side of it work? How does mm-hmm. the, uh, the sourcing of, of product and materials and services work mm-hmm. um, so that someone can understand, you know, what that looks like? Right. Well, I have to say every designer runs their business differently and um, I can't speak to everybody else, mm-hmm. um, but there are some designers that will charge a flat fee for their service, um, which includes, it can include after finding about out about what um, the programming requirements are for the space. You know, is it going to be uh, furniture and floor coverings and window treatments? They will charge a, a flat fee. Mm-hmm. And from that flat fee, the designer gets paid and the products get ordered and installed. Um, that's not how we work uh, because I, f- I have found over the last 15 plus years that I've been in business that people change their mind. Yeah. And pe- or people can't make up their mind. You give them a, a few options for furniture for a room and oh, you know, I really want that sofa to have legs on it and not a skirt on it. Can you can you find something else? Or mm-hmm. I don't like that fabric. Can you find something else? So it can be a very time-consuming process. Um we charge by the hour. Um, so it's basically time and materials, and the materials will be um, the product that we put into their their home. Mm-hmm. 
Which could, which could range from anything from a, from a drape to a sofa. Is that Correct. Correct. Um, and we have relationships with thousands of vendors that provide to us product at wholesale pricing. So it's pricing that is not given to the general public. Right. Um, and so we are, how we work is we will never charge the client any more than retail pricing. Okay. Um, and it just depends on the discount that we get from the vendor. We do put a markup on the product, but that varies depending on what the vendor gives us for, um, for discounts. And sure. right now, vendors, their discounts range from... 25% off of retail to like 75% off of retail. Right. So um, it, it is a, a profit center for us. Um, but which, the which same, by the way, for listeners, that's not a dirty word, right? Every business has to make money. No, right? it's not <laughs> a dirty <Right>. word. <laughs> it's not a dirty word. And you know what I, what I tell um, people who say, oh, well, are, are you passing your discount along to me? And I say, I tell them, yes, but I'm not passing all of my discount on to you. Um, and then they say, well, what's your discount or what price are you paying for it? And it's kind of you get into a sticky situation where you don't really want to reveal that information. Um, and that price that I pay for something today may not be the same price that I pay for it tomorrow or right. that I would have paid for it last week, depending on the vendor. Well, and it's, it's a very um, it's a very interesting discussion too, right? Because that same customer would not walk into a furniture store and go to the sales associate absolutely. and say, "How much is this sofa really costing you?" Right? right. It, yeah, they would exactly. just they would just look at the exactly. they would look at the price on the sofa and they would say, "Okay, I, I will either buy it at that price or I won't." They wouldn't then feel like it's yeah. appropriate to ask the furniture store how much exactly. you know, what their profit margin is, right? right? What their profit margin is exactly and. Um, you know, this isn't a hobby for us. I, I love what I do. I'm passionate about what I do. But I also, I have a, a building to maintain. Mm -hmm. So, you know, mortgage, utilities. Um, I have a staff that helps to make us run very efficiently. I pay them. I take a salary. Um you know, there's a lot of overhead costs that go into running a business, and this an interior design business is no different. Right. But I, I would also um, I would also assume, MJ, that a large piece of what you're providing and any good interior designers providing is access to um, to not only ideas but but vendors and and materials that that most consumers would not be aware of, right? right? Correct. And, and so that and also getting something that's different from everybody else. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. right. And that's what I try to convey to my clients. Mm -hmm. I say, oh, you know, if you only want to spend three thousand dollars on your living room, well, you could certainly walk into Jordan's Furniture and walk into a space that they've staged and say, okay, I want everything in here, and it ends up being three thousand mm -hmm. dollars. But then you get it into your space, and it looks exactly like the showroom for 
for a furniture store. I don't want to put Jordan's on the spot. I know. It doesn't fit, right? You know, that's the other thing is that people think, oh, I I really like this. And then they forget that their room is smaller than the space that it was in in the showroom. And so it it looks oversized. And yeah, it's really good Mm -hmm. to have a professional who can can say, yeah, that's not going to work. But here's something similar, but will work in your space. So, Right. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, and on top of that, we like to have the space look like a curated um, room where it's layered with maybe some antiques and some contemporary pieces and different um, pillows. And, you know, just depending on the room and the look that we're going for, we don't want it to look like too matchy-matchy. Right. Well, and it's interesting, you know, because there's, like, it's that thing that you just said, like the curated room concept, it's that softer side of things that I think, you know, a good designer might bring into the conversation something that the average homeowner would never even think of that really could, something as simple as the pillows that could be a game changer for the way the room feels, right? right? Absolutely. And and that's that's sort of that value add that is hard Mm -hmm. to put your finger on until the designer Mm -hmm. says, why don't we do X, Y, and Z? And the client's like, holy cow, that just that yeah. just made it come together, right? So, yeah. So yeah. let's let's switch the conversation for a second from so you just talked about uh, how how a consumer might pay for an hourly fee plus mm-hmm. plus the product you sell. Let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit about the service side of it. Do you, do you um, or and or other designers you know of or are friends with? Do they also help engage in providing? the the homeowner with services or is there sort of a line there like do you do you help people find a wallpaper or a painter or a a, a, a drapery person how's that work yep yep absolutely um i work closely with contractors in my area and for projects that i've done outside of vermont i've worked with contractors there too um and i i have i don't have anybody on staff to complete, you know, painting jobs or wallpapering jobs. Um, but I do have people who I can refer to. Um, and I do have uh, several workrooms that I work with to do custom drapery, custom pillows, cushions, reupholstery, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, in the, so scenario, in the scenario where you provide uh, a connection um, for the paint, let's just let's pick out painting as an example. Uh-huh. Do you do you as the designer hire the painter for the homeowner, or do you refer the painter to the client? And the relationship is between the client and the painter. So you know it can go a couple of different ways. There are some homeowners that want to be part of that um, that management of the project, and so. I let them hire the painter, Mm -hmm. but then there's other people who are just like, you know, I cannot oversee this project. Can you, can you do that for me? Mm -hmm. So then I hire the painter, um, and then I pay the painter and then there is an upcharge for me to pay the painter. Sure. Right. Right. Again, time Um, and materials. Time and materials, but there's an there's an added value there where if we have been picking out, let's continue with the the paint, um, the painting aspect. If we've picked out the paint colors with the homeowner, we will put together a painting schedule and break it down by room, and then break down within the room um, the trim, the doors, 
the if there's a um, if there's wallpaper going in there, if there's a focal wall. So we break it all down so that um, and it comes in a, a, a word document that we, depending on the painter, sometimes they just want it so they can refer to it on their phone mm-hmm. um, or we give them a paper copy. Mm-hmm. And that's actually a pretty big deal, I think, because mm-hmm. because depend, depending on the number of rooms you're working in, there can mm-hmm. be a lot of different things going on, right? So providing that, Absolutely. Yeah, providing that level of detail and that level of specificity um, is a real value, not only to the homeowner, but also to the, to the service provider, to the person doing the actual work. Right. Exactly, because it kind of takes the um, the responsibility for getting it right off of the the person doing the painting and puts it back on us. Well, but more more than uh, that too, it also helps. I'm assuming you have your clients sign off on that and say we're all on the same page, right? Yep. So so yep, then so exactly. that that helps avoid the client getting frustrated, and it helps them. You know, if the if if the way you wrote it up is the way you heard it, but then the client gets mm-hmm. to read that first and go, oh, no, 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 I was thinking something mm-hmm. different. Right. Then that right. that avoids that, that everyone, everyone's later. walked into a house. Right. Every Everyone's walked into a house where they've seen the color on the wall and thought, damn it, that's not what I wanted, right? And then they, then you're now right. in, in scramble mode, right? This this can help that right. not happening, right? Yep. Right. Yep. I, and I, what, we, what we do with these schedules that we put together is – they, when they're put together, they have a date on them of the day that I put it together. And say we're, you know, painting the interiors of all the bedrooms and the homeowner decides to switch it up in one of the rooms. We make the changes on the, the paint schedule and then we change the date on the paint schedule and send it out to the painter so that if the painter gets to us and says, hey, you know, what this wall is supposed to be, or we get to the job and see that the walls are supposed to be a different color, we can say, hey, what's the date on the paint schedule? Right. And it should be, the you know, February 26th right. Right. and not the January 10th version. Right, right. And I emailed it to you on such and such a date, so that should be the one that um, you are working off of. Right. So that that, so le- that attention to detail is super helpful. Mm-hmm. Can oh, I can I so. switch up the topic? Just I want sure. to talk a little bit about fabrics and how you uh-huh. go about helping people choose fabrics. Well, it, as you know, there are hundreds and hundreds of different kinds of fabrics mm-hmm. out there, geared towards different applications, um, and. Each project is different, so it depends on what we're looking for. So it depends on the application. So, for instance, if somebody wants a custom um, piece of furniture, I really push the performance fabrics, um, which have become um, incredible over the years. Like the umbrella types that are just like stain-resistant, stain-proof? Yeah, exactly. Where you spill your coffee or your glass of wine on it and it beads up on top and you just wipe it right off. Right, right. Um, but the the texture of these fabrics has really come a long way. And there are velvets and there's corduroy. There's all there's linen type fabrics that um, that you would never know that they're performance fabrics. Oh, that's awesome. You think that. Yeah, it's fantastic. So I push my clients towards um, 
towards those kinds of fabrics mm -hmm. for um, furniture pieces and even for window treatments too, depending on where the windows are. And how many grubby um, toddlers you have in your house. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and there's a there's a million different sources for these fabrics, um, and most designers will have a showroom where they have books of mm -hmm. um, fabrics from different vendors, uh, and those usually get rotated through as new um, as new lines of fabrics come out. The the reps for those vendors come around and show us the latest and the greatest, mm -hmm. and um, you know, we try and keep our our finger on the pulse of all the new um, design trends in fabrics mm -hmm. um, and also durability, too. Right. And so you have that all in your showroom as well, right? All uh -huh. those books. Yep. And, okay. Yep. Awesome. And I have good relationships with all my vendors. So if I am looking, say, for a performance fabric that is a blue chenille, I can call my different vendors and say, hey, you know, this is what I'm looking for. And they send out samples to me. Oh, right. If I don't have something don't in have my... Something. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yep. Well, listen, yeah, well, we um, need to wrap up today. It has okay. been wonderful to have you as a guest, and we'd oh, like this to. This has been a great experience. I am so glad. And um, if yeah. uh, we would like to have you get back as a guest, but maybe at some point in the future, maybe we can talk about um, specific projects or or challenges. I just just so much to cover. We don't even have the time. Right. Exactly. <laughs> MJ, you have been wonderful. I want to thank you very much for being oh, with thank us. Thank you. And thank so, you. so, yeah, you're welcome. So. You have been listening to another episode of Renovation Made Right. I am David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.